Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So the Penguins made a change that a lot of the fans, I think, were hoping would happen. And that's they made changes in the front office. They haven't said anything about what's going to happen player-wise or contract-wise or even coaching-wise. and fully anticipate Mike Sullivan will be back. But Ron Hextall is not. Brian Burke is not. The assistant general manager also is not. And here to talk a little bit about how it impacts things from a sports marketing perspective. Not so much, you know, who's going to play in the blue line and who's your top six. We're talking more about sports marketing. And we're delighted to have uh, Ron Dick joining us right now. Dr. Ron Dick is at Duquesne University where he's in the Palumbo School of Business. He focuses as much as anything else on sports marketing. And, Ron, it's great to have you back on the program again. How you been? I'm doing great, Rick. Uh, just getting through the semester. We graduate on May uh, 5th, so we're excited. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're finally going to graduate. I know you've been at Duquesne a long time, so for you to finally get that sheepskin has got to be a, a huge relief for your family. eventually. Yeah, absolutely. So when you heard the news today about big changes in the front office, as somebody who looks at sports marketing things, is, is that a kind of change that would change the marketability of the Penguins? Is that the kind of change that is going to make a difference difference in terms of the bottom line or is this something that is on a, on a higher level and a different kind of level that doesn't impact sports marketing i think it affects both the sports side of the sports business and the business side i mean think about how many dark nights we're going to have now at uh, pbg paints think think about how, how much lost revenue there is think, think about uh hats shirts uh, novelty items all that all the heads and beds that used to come in here for the playoff game when they when they went on their long runs, and th- that's uh, that's very concerning. It, it's uh, if they had scraped into the playoffs as a, an eight seed, then or seven seed, I think maybe we wouldn't look at it quite as clearly. And definitely uh, time to, to cut bait and move on. But uh, two of the guys you mentioned are definitely on the sports side of the sports business, mm-hmm. and uh, Brian Burke seems to dance back and forth between the two. Uh, both of the all three of these men, to my knowledge, have worked for other NHL teams, uh, and uh, they will work again if they choose to. Uh, I don't know what their contract situations are, how many years left they may have on their deal, but uh, they they were hired by the new ownership. So these were people that were not inherited by the Fenway Group. They appointed them. So in that case, I think they've got to take a look uh, a long look in the mirror. And uh, and think about you know what we want to do moving forward. Uh, and for a lot of your listeners that are 35 or even 40 or under, they don't remember what a tremendous goaltender Ron Hextall was. No, absolutely. Yeah, no he question. Took, and, yeah. and you you never came near that goal where he would just chop you up with that stick. So yeah. he he was a tyrant on the ice, uh, a little more quiet off the ice, a little more reserved. Did do a lot of interviews, which I think for the like, season ticket holders and some of the fans are like, hey, you know, I want to know about him i don't know who he is 
Whereas Rutherford was, you know, he was front and center. Well, and he may be the complete opposite end, though. I mean, he was also a goaltender in his career. But Jim Rutherford, on the other end, was as open and as charismatic, I think, as many people would find in hockey. I mean, he really was the exact opposite. So he really was. What does that mean? I think think the fans and the media they they want we we want some we want to know what you were thinking. We want some behind the view. You know what's going on? Like just tell us something. And and when it's kind of silence, then the they, they don't feel like they're involved. Do you think that the correlation between the Pens' home playoff streak, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the playoff streak ending and right. the home sellout streak ending in the same no. year, is that just a coincidence or no, not might, there, might not there be all. something related? Five straight years of first year, first round games and departures. And uh, the price of the tickets had gone up. And, you know, it's, it's not a, it's a it's not an inelastic product. It's elastic. Like you can't just keep charging more and more and more, and people are going to pay it. Uh, especially with you know, the price of gasoline and groceries and everything else. Some people are going. You know what? Maybe instead of going to five games this year, maybe we'll go to two or three. So I'm not surprised at the sellout streak. I mean, they're starting to do some of the promotions that the Pirates do, and they're doing them because they have to. And before that was just un, unthought of, right? I mean, the Pens wouldn't have to do those. All you do is open the doors and right. say, we're playing. Who wants to be a season ticket holder? Done. Right. I mean, when I first got here in 06, this is right before the streak really started, uh, you could buy a season ticket, 19 rows up behind the ice yeah. for, for a season ticket. Yeah. And then they got better. They had the three famous players that they drafted, three Hall of Fame players, and then they just took off. Right. Right. And, they, and they were the cool kids. I mean, let's be honest. The pens on the road, that's how you really show your power index. How do you do on the road? I mean, they were very similar to what Michael Jordan and the Bulls were in the 90s. Like, everybody, they always played in front of sold-out crowds. Even if they went to a lousy hockey buildings, a team that exactly. wasn't all that good, they wanted to see the Penguins more than they like wanted the to see their own. Here. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, so, so not only did we stop selling out at home, we stopped selling out on the road. So from a sports marketing standpoint, who's responsible then for fixing these problems? I mean, is that a general manager situation? Is that a hockey operations guy? Is, is that the, the front office brass that's in the area of, of entertainment and game day and, and things like that? Who's responsible for fixing this, this image problem, this marketing problem for the Pens? Well, the wins and losses have to be fixed by the coach, the general manager, sure. and everybody, all the scouts. You know, we got a big draft coming up right now. Uh, there's only three ways you can improve the team, and that's making trades, signing free agents, and drafting. I wonder if Ron Hextall, if he could do it over again at the trade deadline, would he have traded that first-round pick in 2023 mm. and and improve the team immediately with a star player, I think it was from the Phoenix Coyotes, uh, that would have helped them make the playoffs and probably secured his job at least for another year. Uh, you you got to make a big splash in the draft. I think that, that helps. Uh, making good trades uh, – Sure, bringing back your three core players who, by the way, even though they are getting older, had three of their best years in their career. So uh, I don't see how trading any of those three, certainly uh, Crosby and uh, Malcolm, I would not trade them uh, under any circumstance. But the uh, th- that's what you do. And then that would help our season ticket base. Like you got to show them something, right? you got to show them something. Do ticket prices change? Do Absolutely. They only go up. Yeah. They only go up. Well, uh, no, but I'm saying, do you think that they lower them? Do you think that they move in the other direction and say, hey, you know what? We um, need to get people back. No, they'll flatten them out for a couple of years. They'll flatten them out. They won't won't drop them. Hmm. That's virtually unheard of 
in pro sports. The situation with the Pirates television deal and the possibility of Nesson, which is now obviously involved with the Penguins and the Pirates. Do you see what I'm saying? How much do you anticipate that is going to be something that is on our radar screen here in Pittsburgh as well as we wow. change well, subject the a little bit? Wow, you mention that, but I've heard of it, and I think that's a really good point because the Fenway group, they're all about analytics. I mean, right. look what they did, the John Henry group with the Red Sox, and you know, I got a feeling they're going to try to apply that to uh, to hockey, which to me it's harder to apply that to hockey and to uh, and to soccer, but they're going to try to do that, I'm sure. But this is their second group of hires, so they kind of they get a pass for the first one. They have to kind of eat that money, and uh, you know, I, right now, to my knowledge, MLB is going to take over the TV rights for both of the, for for the Pirates, and then it's up for grabs on what's going to happen with uh, the. The uh, pens. I, I'm not sure what they're going to go, but that's a really good point. I wonder how that would be affected by uh, the Northeast Sports Network. Yeah, no, I just it, it seems to me that um, you know, can you can you you put something on, on you know, Fox for instance had regional sports providers all over the country, right? There was a Fox Sports South, and there was a Fox Midwest, and there was yeah. Fox, and they all were under the Fox umbrella, but under different right. regional sports. I wonder right. if Nesson can do the same kind of thing. One for the right. Northeast, one for Pittsburgh. The answer is, yeah, they probably can, but right. how how complicated is that? I just didn't know if yeah. you heard much about that. that. That's a great that's a great point. I, I would have to do some research on that before I could say anything on. Well, Ron, it's always good to have you on. I love talking to you, and I love hearing your perspective on these things. And uh, and keep those kids up there at Duquesne and uh, on the straight and narrow, okay? You got it, Rick. All nice right. talking to you, too. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Bye-bye. I sure appreciate it. Dr. Ron Dick from Duquesne University. He's in the Duquesne University uh, professor in the Palumbo School of Business. Sports marketing is certainly his area of expertise. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 